All right, so I'm sitting here, you know, with my wife, Camille, and I just want her to give y'all, like, some intellect on some of the things that she likes to do and give y'all advice on, like, uh, skincare and some of the things that she likes to do if you guys don't know anything about her since, you know, I'm not that type of guy who, like, uh, tells all his business about his family. So, by the way, do you, you, is that one thing you like about me is that I don't, spread my family business like that and show pictures to people and you know all that type of stuff i mean it doesn't bother me i guess i'm not that type of person that's like oh you need to post me every five minutes or you need to um why didn't you post this or why didn't you wish me happy birthday on instagram or i I mean for that it doesn't bother me because real life is what's more important not e-life so it, I mean, if you do, it's awesome. If you don't, it's still awesome. Because I know you tell me happy birthday in real life. And you know you acknowledge me here in the real life. And you say you know people that um base their um, life off of that, that are, like, married and stuff? Um, I, I would say people in my past, they have gotten mad if their, like, spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever, didn't acknowledge them on... um. Some type of social media platform You know what I'm saying Like they would get mad if like If they If the girlfriend posts something And the boyfriend didn't like or respond to it They would get upset And i just be like I don't know It doesn't bother me Because they want validation From others I mean I must I, I mean I don't know I don't, I don't know I don't I, I'm assuming so, but I I really don't know. Like, if your significant other is showing you love and appreciation in the real life, what he does or he she he or she does on social media shouldn't really matter. I mean, in in my opinion, and I mean, an opinion is like an asshole. Everybody got one, so I ain't no expert in anything. I'm just out here living like everybody else. So, I mean. I mean, but do what your spouse likes. If you know your girlfriend likes for you to post on Instagram and acknowledge her in public, if that's what makes her happy, then do that. Don't don't fight against it. Go with it. You know what I'm saying? But if you have a wife or a boyfriend or whoever who really just doesn't give a fuck, I mean, then go with that too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, is it is it wrong to not post your family? Is it wrong to post your family? No, it shouldn't shouldn't matter. I mean, it's just a just an internet site with pictures for strangers to look at. <laughs> I mean, I guess friends too. You know what I mean? Or you know, people in your past that you've interacted with, and y'all became linked on the, the website or whatever. Well, if they are true friends, they wouldn't care if you posted or not because they'll keep keep in touch with you all the time. Yeah, but then there's sometimes, you know, you may have distant friends you don't really talk to like that. And, you know, that's one way of them keeping up, you know, with what's going on with your life, making sure you're good and stuff like that. But, of course, nothing beats a phone call, nothing beats a text message like, hey, you know, checking in with people, especially your loved ones, friends, family, whatever. Um, just checking in with them, just making sure they're good. But, you know, sometimes... Look at on social media and be like, hey, I see they put another post up. Oh, the kids are getting so grown, you know. You know, I'm glad, you know, 
you know, she doing good, you know. She doing big things out here. Or he. Yeah. So, yeah, the most important thing to me is just making sure you good. So, I don't want to look like some manic depressed or whatever. <laughs> but, I don't know. <laughs> I want to make sure you good, too. Because sometimes you, you have that resting face, and it's like... Are you okay? Or are you not okay? Like, just let me know. Like, fill me in. Yeah, I think I'm good. Just been thinking about stuff to do. Maybe it's the weather and the rain. Um, It could be. I don't know what else to do today. (laughs) Just chill. Yeah, wash clothes. Yeah. But... For if you had to give advice to people, uh, what would you say makes uh, our marriage different from anybody else's or from what you see in the past or what you watch on the, uh, you watched on reality that show on YouTube of a couple who basically just show their whole life and how it was all happy, but then they ended up getting a divorce because yeah. he was abusive. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to go into specific couples or anything like that because I don't know the law about that. But what I will say is, you know, I don't look at a specific couple and be like hashtag goals, like because that's not true, because what will work in one relationship will not work for another. Like our relationship is the way it works. It works because we are two people together and we just have that connection and that bond like that. But somebody else it wouldn't work for them what I like isn't what the next woman would like or what would want her partner to be for her you know what I'm saying just like another relationship I could look at the other relationships and be like oh I don't I know I can't do that you know da 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 but she or he they like it and as long as they're happy within their relationship they're not hurting each other or hurting anybody else i say go for it but the one advice i would always give is no one relationship is goals you have no idea what people are going through and if everybody acts like everything is butterflies and roses every single day they're lying <laughs> i mean things don't have to be like terrible like domestic violence but like you know you're going through ups and downs the struggles um you know raising kids if you have any careers you know anything and you know sometimes it could be an obstacle that you both have to come together and get through or go you know get over um so you just have to Find a person that's willing to to ride that wave with you, and and wants you flaws and all, you know. So, that's good. Oh, uh, so what stands out about me the most? Because I'm not like the normal husband. I don't. I don't do. I'm not freaking, uh, Cliff Huxtable. I'm not. <laughs> Well, uh, here's the thing. I can't be with a Cliff Huxtable. Uh, I'm not Mr. Drummond. Oh, what the hell is that? The white guy from Different Strokes. Oh, gosh. He's throwing it back. I don't remember him. Um, no. I'm not. But I show my way for y'all love in different ways. I'm not. I don't know. Mm. I don't think there's a, a such thing as a normal husband. 
I don't know what that means. I don't know that phrase normal husband. I don't even know what the phrase normal is. My thing is if it works for you, then it works for you. And if the world sees it as something weird or different, fuck them. Who cares? Like it works for you. Like I love you. I love all parts about you. Good, bad, whatever. I love you. And people, I don't know if people look at our relationship and may think otherwise or they think you're this or whatever. I don't care. Because I know you. I know your heart. We've been rocking with this going on 10 years, almost 10 years now. So it's like I'm not worried about what others have to say about you or their opinions about you. All I care about is, you know, you and I working together as one. So what's your, what, what would you like to do when you retire? Or, well. Definitely not work no more. <laughs> so, like, what's the, like, like, if you was retired, what would you be doing on your regular day off? Like, uh, normal days. Like, um, you know, the kids would be grown, so we would be empty nesters. Um if we're talking about being older, like retirement age, like 65 or something like that, that's what I'm talking about. You know, kids will be out of the house. They'd be doing their own thing. Um, us just traveling. Maybe picking up a, a hobby or something. I don't know. Yeah, I want to travel more. Yeah, that would be nice to travel more. Um, yeah. Whatever comes to mind, I'm kind of like, if I'm retired, I don't really want to have my day planned. It's just kind of like, all right, let's just seize the day. Whatever we're going to do today, that's what we're going to do. Um, and if we don't feel like doing something, we don't got to do it. You know what I'm saying? We, You know, we could take more than two trips a year because, you know, now that the kids are out of the house, you know, we could travel a lot more and, you know, do more. Like, what about you? I want a truck, and I just want to sit around the house. Well, not sit around the house, but I want to travel, have a truck, and just spend more time with you. And then, and then if they, depending on what type of, well, yeah, yeah, I think they will be. Like, they'll hang out when they get older. They'll still want to hang out with us, even though. I mean, teenagers don't want to hang out with their parents, so right. they expect in that phase. But after that. Yeah, because she gets past that. Yeah, because they're not going to want to do it because I didn't. <laughs> what teenager wants to hang out with their parents? I mean, yeah, like you get to that age, like 19, 20, 21, especially like all the way up to like mid-20s. And it's like, I ain't really trying to kick it with my family like that. And then it's like. You still partying, but you get to that phase where it's like, okay, I'm I'm wanting, I'm getting to the point where I want to settle down a little bit more, and I need to check back in with my folks. So it's not like you completely exonate them out, but you know, now you're wanting to spend a little bit more time and sit at the table and talk and stuff like that. Yeah, especially me, because you know what, like you know the way I spend time with them, like it's not just asking my mom to make macaroni potato salad. It's because when she's doing it, I'm sitting around talking to her about stuff. Right. But I still get that thing. Mm-hmm. Still gonna want it as soon as she gets here. Yeah, every time your mom comes, we have the same meal. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> we have the same. And she and look, shout out to your mom because she's she's the MVP. But she does it and she does not complain. 
And she does it like it's the Side first note. time. I was like, who the hell is this? That is me. <laughs> I was like, who so is this? So this is girl? an old um this is oh my god, I think it's like oh, this was freshman year of high of high school. What's it doing out here? I I think I found this as I was cleaning up. I found it and I was like, I can't throw it away. I was like, I gotta keep it. It's like the only picture I have of me in high school. Oh well, like my my, my Is that freshman an ID year. card. Yeah, we had to have an ID card. Cause y'all school was that bad. I don't know if it was because it was that bad. Or Maybe that was your lunch card. Maybe that was the ID card. No, because they don't have a barcode. It was something that we had to do with this card. Like I think when we had to go to the library, or also kids used to be other kids that had graduated used to come to the school and want to hang out inside the foyer. The big, you know. Every high school got like that big area, like you meet up in the morning or whatever. That's creepy. And so now, I mean, this developed maybe when I first got to the school. And then, you know, when the cops, you know, the security, let me not say the cops, because I really didn't go to a really bad school. But when the security be like, hey, what's your ID? Are you supposed to be here? Show me a school ID. So we always had to have this with us to show like, hey, look, I'm a current student. And my homeroom is here. So they were like, uh, what what that say? I'm like, once and he like, don't you think you need to be there by now? So but yeah. I think that's what it was. Kinda like your ID before your ID. <laughs> and what year is that? This was ninety eight. So yeah, this was my freshman year of high school. Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Ninety eight, ninety nine. Oh, I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. So I was in seventh grade. Oh, my God. Yes, I am older than him. Only about three years, though. Yeah, that all was in sixth grade. Then. Hmm? Oh, yeah, I was in sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. So, yeah, I am, I am a bit older than you. Only a few years, though. Just a few. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, yeah, that's creepy if um, people who already graduated high school still want to come back to that high school and hang out. That's just kind of weird. I don't know. <laughs> it was... I was done with high school. I was done. I'm not coming back to this fucking place. Look, you got to think. A lot of people, like, I went to school in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And where the high school was, the middle school was in the front, the high school was in the back. And surrounding both schools was the neighborhoods where all the kids went to. So it was like a lot of kids, they went to way to school, but some of them didn't. And the local community college is not that far away. So it was like either you still, like you was a senior, but you still had friends that were juniors or whatever. So you would come back to the school and want to kick it with them for a little bit before your class started and stuff like that. So it was kind of like that. But then they had to crack down because it was like outsiders coming back in. They wanting to fight. And it's like, yo, didn't you graduate? My nigga? Like, how you coming back in want to fight somebody that's still going to high school? Like. And then, you know, of course, there was the ones that graduated and didn't want to do nothing with their lives. So, of course, they was going to hang around the high school. Like, what they got to do all day? Yeah, I couldn't do that. Like, I had to move on. I had to get up out of Martinsville quick, fast. Yeah. Could not stay there. But you was in a smaller town, so the need to get out was probably much greater, you know. 
So yeah, yeah. consider half my classmates were in jail, dead. Child molesters. Oh my god! Oh my god! Not child molesters. <laughs> well, I don't know if he child molested, but he was sexting a a uh. Yeah. He was oh a teacher. yeah, yeah, a teacher sexting one of his own students. Yeah, we won't say yeah. any names or anything. Yeah, nothing like that. But crazy. That is crazy. Yes. <laughs> Ew. Yep. Yeah. I guess I'm for that. But um. So yeah, that's good. Like you trying to, um, uh, yeah, you know, we just talking about the ID card where you came from. So, do you like that picture? Like I know most females they go back and look at their old pictures and they hate it. I I'm gonna be honest. When I got dressed to take this picture, I thought I was real cute. I was like, man, I'm cute. I'm about to be cute for these pictures. And then when I took it, I was like, oh, no, this the, the cut is too low. I should have readjusted the shirt a little bit. And then I didn't like my hair the way it came out. I was just kind of like, no, I don't like it. So I purchased these pictures. I did, um, what is it called, prepay. And when I got the pictures, I was like, I hate them. So I never gave anybody these pictures. So this is the only picture I have of me freshman year high school. And it's kind of faded out, so you can't really see it. All right, it's coming from a guy perspective. I don't see anything wrong with this picture. We talking about your hair. You I didn't can't like, really. I didn't like my hair. But well, what would you have done different? I don't know. I just I was having a bad hair day, and I just didn't like the way my hair came out. I I just didn't think it was cute, and my shirt the cut was too low. It was I I didn't think. You know, I ain't want to be showing, like, a little cleavage there. I'm, like, what, 13? <laughs> no, I'm 15. So I was like, eh, that's showing a little too much skin. I didn't think it was going to be like that. Well, like a normal picture to me. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I just, yeah. The sun devils. That weird sun So it was Tasmanian devil. Was our mascot, but we called it the Sun Devil. That's a crazy name. <laughs> crazy. Salem High School. What was y'all mascot in high school? Some racist shit. What? Well, the first high school I went to, the mascot was Lancers. Like a knight. Okay. And then they shut down my high school and consolidated for budgets. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to Magna Vista. And their mascot was a warrior. How's that racist? It was an Indian. It was an Indian. Yeah. Oh. Indian heads all over the all over the hall, and the school was full of racist white folks. <laughs> so it didn't make it any better. Mm. The racist white folks would draw racist stuff over top of the Indians, and so Law Park was a majority black high school. Magna Vista was a majority white high school. They thought it was a good idea to shut down Law Park and consolidate it mm-hmm. and save money, and it wasn't. Right. Just right. racist. Gotcha. Just racist white kids. It was like Dangerous Minds. How was it Dangerous Minds? But Dangerous Minds was all black school. Oh, uh, well, it was like <laughs> uh, it was like Oz. So, party of school had some racist white kids. 
very racist for our kids. So, but it wasn't a majority. I mean, probably you could probably say half, half and half. But it's like, what you gonna do about it if you ride it on a bus? Um, cause the like, let's say you ride it on a bus, or if you're in a classroom with a majority of white kids, and they keep saying the n word to your face, mm-hmm. you gonna do fight them all? So that's something that you experience. Hell yeah. Um, that, but. But I didn't get caught when I punched somebody though. Mm-hmm. Um, that um, during civil rights, like during Black History Month, when they would show uh, black people marching in the streets, getting beat and sprayed with hoses, you'll see the white kids in the back of the classroom laughing and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? And the teacher telling you, "Sit down, don't do nothing." What do you mean? Like they laughing at? They laughing at stuff like that. Well, they ignorant. And you I mean, want you don't want black folks to react to that. So shit like that. Yeah, but the the revenge is is that you look better than them. Cause look, a lot of them, they may be still sitting in there in a trailer park somewhere. You know, still being racist. Unfortunately, you can't beat the racist out of nobody. Yeah. So. So you know, just dealing. It was that type of high school, but I only had to go there for one year. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, after that, I was like, yeah, I get out of here. I can't. And then, like, the black people that were already at Magna Vista, they were like Uncle Tom's because they were friends with these white people. So, they were just like, oh, he don't mean that he ain't racist. He just trying to fit in. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just drew a fucking noose on your goddamn desk, and he's trying to be friends. Yeah, no, he's not. (laughs) When he, when he sits here and tells you, you know, I'm going to rape your sister, but I'll get away with it because I'm white. Yeah, you think that's funny. Yeah, I don't know what kind of fucked up school you went to. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't experienced no dumb shit like that. <laughs> I, I No, I can't even say that. Nope, I can't relate at all. I have no idea what that feels like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I went to mostly all black and brown schools, so... Wasn't no white kid getting out of pocket like that. There's there's no way. If he felt that way, he always kept that shit to himself. He was always outnumbered every day. <laughs> there was no class that was like, oh, they're all my white brothers and sisters. Nope. You are <laughs> the white dot <laughs> on the black page. <laughs> so, but, you know, just had to get away from that. But uh I'm glad you had a good time on the trip to the uh, to the DR. Oh yeah, was that a culture shock for you? Like when you go to a certain country like that, is it a culture shock because it's different from being here in the United States versus like they do things differently. Their food is different. The way they things are different. Like the supermarket you had when you go when you go in. Because sometimes I gotta remind myself like when I go into the supermarket, like okay, this is not a normal supermarket you're not gonna see name brand stuff you're not gonna see some name brand stuff was in there but but for the most part like like nah this is like their version of eggs or some shit right i guess no because a my mom's caribbean so growing up 
that lifestyle. Like, we never bought eggs at the grocery store. We went to the hen house where, you know, they would kill the chicken right in front of you and you would get the eggs as they laid the eggs. It smelled terrible in there. But I remember as a kid, that's where we got the eggs from. We didn't, we never got it from the grocery store. And then some of the grocery stores, depending on where you go in New York, were similar to the stores in the DR and, and other places. So growing up, I was used to that. Like the meat and stuff being in the back, you know, you had one small area for the liquor and stuff like that, and then the different aisles and stuff. So it wasn't, the food wasn't a culture shock to me because that's stuff that my mom's made before, but it was delicious. I mean, it was, it was great to just be by the beach and, and things like that, you know, makes me want to work on my Spanish because my Spanish is terrible. But, um, I know the colors. I can start start help you with the colors. Oh, I I appreciate that. I, I, yeah, you made it very clear that you knew what blue was. <laughs> so yeah, gotta work on my Spanish a little bit. Um, well, a lot of bit. And uh, but yeah, it was it wasn't a culture shock. It wasn't a culture shock. Okay, so nothing. So what about? I mean, was it a culture shock for you, coming from where you come from? Like, um, I think yeah. Like the first time, the first time I visit like a a Spanish speaking country. Well, of course, I was younger, but I don't remember it. But I'm pretty sure it was the same. But as an adult, yeah, because I guess I'm so Americanized, which makes me want to travel more. I'm so Americanized when I go into something. It's like different. Like oh, that's right. They don't. It's different here. Like the grocery store. That's that's just different. It just looked like. It's not a typical grocery store that I'm used to going into. Right. It just looked like a corner store. Right. So it's like, I feel like it would take me a long time to adjust there because it'd be like, like it it really looks like if you really want some vegetables, you're going to have to go into somebody's fucking farm and pick that shit yourself. Mm -hmm. That's what it felt like instead of it just being there. Like, there are no bag of grapes there. You want grapes? There's a grape tree right there. Go mm-hmm. pick your own grapes. Like, that's what it feel like. You want bananas? Go buy it off that truck right there. Mm-hmm. So that would be a culture shock because I'm Americanized that everything is always convenient, whereas countries like that, you kind of got to, like, earn it and work for it, mm-hmm. which is a good thing because, like, you know, they, if you really want it, you're going to figure it out and get it. It ain't going to be nothing's really convenient. Right, right. Uh, that's probably the only thing just different. Yeah. Just it's it's rural. Uh, people uh live a simple lives out there. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look like nobody. Yeah, everybody lives simple lives. Like you don't really see nobody looking too flashy or stuff like that. Everybody seems like they know each other. You know, like it's like one big community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, they look like everybody know everybody know everybody. Yeah, and stuff like that. Like I get that. I get that. But here's my thing. Here's a question I want to ask. A while back ago, we t- I talked to you about wanting to go to Africa, and you was like, "No." <laughs> so I'm kind of like I'm trying to see you know where you're at with that as far as going to Africa and stuff like that. Like, I mean, we could go to the most typical place. Everybody goes to Dubai. Um, but there's some other places that I would like to go and see in Africa. And I just want to know, like, you know, 
from your standpoint, do you still feel the same way about it? Do you still, would you be open to go, you know, overseas and do, you know, go with me to Africa? Like, would that be something that you're interested in or would want to do? Yeah, I go to Africa. I just wouldn't go on like no missionary trip. Well, no, I ain't trying to do no missionary trip. Man, I can't. That's look, gonna, I can't yeah. help nobody. I'm trying to vacation. Yeah, yeah, I'll go on vacation because, but majority, I don't know. It's just a bad stereotype that everybody who that I know that's going to Africa has always gone like on a missionary trip. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to do that. Not that I'm against it. Like I'm not against it at all. Like if you want to go and stay with a family. Uh, that you don't know. You, right, you, right. you want to stay with a family and uh, work in their fields and help children read and all that type of stuff. I mean, if you want to do that, that's great. Mm-hmm. Do it. That ain't for me. Right. Not that I'm against kids. It yeah. just I'm not here to. I'm not. I'm not here to freaking. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I ain't drive, I ain't fly 13 hours just to show somebody how to read. That's not what I, that's not what I came here for. I mean, I get it, but that sounded real cruel when you said it like that. Well, that I mean, I, I get what you're saying. You're there to vacation. You're not really there on a purpose to help advance or do anything like that. You're just trying to go there and have fun. And yeah, I totally get it. Experience a lifestyle. Like, I wouldn't mind doing like, like, I wouldn't even be scared. Like, I don't think I'd be scared as long as we with somebody trained. Like, I wouldn't mind doing, like, those little safari joints where they be driving and they be driving next to the lions and the giraffes. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind doing that. Like, I wouldn't be. I mean, of course, I'm going to be we can be with somebody like, yo, like. Yeah, I don't think you can do there. that by yourself. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't need somebody because, I mean, that's a whole country, you know, we don't know nothing about, you know. So, yeah, definitely we would have to have some type of guide if we're going to do a safari. Because somebody got to drive. We ain't going to know where the hell we going. Yeah, like I would definitely do a safari joint and see like lions and a, lions, a lion and an elephant in person. That'd be nice. That's not, that's not behind a wall in a zoo. Right. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Right, right, right. So, I mean, yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you changed your mind. Because back in the day, you was like, no. Yeah, because it was just all about missionary trips. And I ain't, I ain't what, that's not the type of, that's not the type of person I am. Like, I'll help, I'll help people, but, nah, I mean, I don't know, that's just not the type of person I am. Yeah. I don't want to, I'm just going to stop talking, because it's going to make it seem like, <laughs> like, the only person I'm going to help is, like, just my own kids and family, which is true, mm-hmm. yeah, but. I'm just not the type of person who's like in the charities. Um, if y'all don't know this about me, like stop asking me to get a charities. Um, once I, cause my thing is like, once I tell you no, like no, thank you. It's the people that keep asking like, you sure it's for a good cause. If I told you no, shouldn't that be enough? But the more you keep asking, then the more I'm going to want to troll you. Cause you wasted my time. Now I'm going to waste your time. That's why I do what I do. Come I know, but it irritates me. But why they? Why don't they just leave me alone? Well, here's the thing. Like, especially, like, when you get phone calls, and you know they just trying to do a job. They just trying to get paid like everybody else out here. Just say no, or don't answer the phone. You answer the phone, and you be sounding real crazy, like, what? Who that is? I'm like, what, why you got to do all that? Just don't answer the thing. I don't answer the phone. I know you, um... 
what is it called, telemarketer or whatever. Fuck that shit. Talk to the voicemail. I'm not about to go into no whole skit and shit like that. Like, mm-mm. Or I let people at the grocery store, that be like, you want to get money and you already told them politely, no thank you. And they still want to talk to you. I don't have that problem because I say no. I do too. I don't know why people keep harassing you. Maybe you just have that face that they just want to keep harassing you. I don't. I don't have the. Well, maybe the no. That's it. I, I say no, and I keep walking. I think it's a certain type. It might just be a certain type of cashier that wants to like see the good in people. But I've already told you no, so sorry. <laughs> But yeah, I don't want people to think that I'm like this cruel person. That's far from my personality, I think. Yeah, you're not a cruel person. You're not a cruel person at all. You're not. You just like to fuck with people a lot. But you're not cruel. Because it's funny. It's not funny all the time. It's funny sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> not all the time. But um, yeah, I'd go to Africa. But like I said, I'd go on a, like I'd go to um, Senegal. Like if I had to pick a pick a part of Africa to go to, it'd be Senegal. Why? It's more um, it's more cityish, mm-hmm. and a lot more culture down there. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just go there. Why you seen that on TV or something? No. Oh. <laughs> Senegal. <laughs> I don't know. Where I'll go. I don't know. I guess I probably would want to go to like the typical places like you hear about, you know, you hear about Nigeria um, and stuff like that. Get scammed? You may not get scammed. Shit, you can get scammed here. What the fuck you talking about? You ain't even got to go to Africa to get scammed. You can get scammed right here. By Nigeria. By anybody. It ain't got to necessarily be them. (laughs) It can be by anybody. So... You don't have to necessarily go there and be worried about You can get scammed anywhere on this planet. Somebody trying to get money. Have you figured out what your dream job is? No. I think I don't have a dream job. I think that I just, there's things that I don't want to do. <laughs> but I don't know if I have a dream job. Like I was telling you earlier, like I saw this skit. And the person was like, I don't have a dream job because I don't dream of labor. And I was like, you know what? Neither do I. I don't dream of labor. But I do work because I like making money. But there's things that I just don't like doing at work. So it's kind of like, it's like you got to take the good with the bad sometimes, but. I don't know. I wouldn't mind being an entrepreneur, even though, like, to me, being an entrepreneur is a very, very hard job because you're literally starting at the bottom and working your way up to the top to, you know, to make yourself and your company a brand name, a household name that will then eventually, you know, drive revenue, make some money. You can take take care of your family with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely uh, agree. Um, I think uh, I don't think you necessarily looking for a dream job. I just think you just looking for uh, just peace of mind. 
that you're just looking for just peaceful well, tranquility, whatever it may be. Right. Um, but but you probably overall thing is to like you probably feel like <laughs> I've already put in my work <laughs> and done in my work. Can you just God? Can you just deposit an unlimited amount of money in my account because I've be already great. I've already I've already put in the work. I, I already know. went through everything, the downfalls, and <laughs> dealing with all these patients and coworkers and bosses. I didn't did all this. Mm-hmm. Can I? Can I stop now? I've been good. Like I haven't like when I'm at work, I do what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I know coworkers they cutting corners and doing all that type of stuff. I do it the right way, like you said that that. So yeah. So it like. That's why I think you're looking for. Like, I already put in my work. I do I do things the right way. When is my time going to come? But I know people say, well, you you know, if you knew when your time was going to come, blah, 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 it, it's coming. He has a plan for you. I mean, I agree. I mean, I, I agree. Like, I want a job to be, like, my household, peaceful. And sometimes there may be some things that come about. That may cause some stress, but at the end of the day, I love being at home. I love being around you. I love being around our kids, and I love being home. And I just wish my job brought me the same type of pleasure as being at home. Because <laughs> at, at my job, it's like it's a whole nother beast, and I get stressed out there. I get worried, and it's just, ugh, I just don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. But that's the thing about life, like, there is no, like, that's another reason why I don't, like, I'll start another job, but I already know in my life, I don't want to work like that anymore. Like, I don't, I don't want to, doesn't matter what the schedule is, I still just don't want to, like, do anything anymore. Right, right. That's why I'm ready for retirement, but I know that's a long way away, but... I feel like I put in the work already. I'm not ready for retirement because I feel like I got a lot of work left in me. I just want to do something different. And like what I want to do requires me to learn a new skill, which then costs because it ain't free. So now you have to carve out time to be a wife, a mother, yourself, and school. Go through all that, excel in that. Get the certification or degree or whatever, then seek out, you know, after you've obtained that degree or diploma, certificate, whatever you're doing, and then go seek out there and try to make money off that joint. Because now, either you've paid for it cash, or you don't took out a student loan that eventually you're going to have to start paying back. What about, what's your advice for the people that say, I'm not going to do all that? I got an Instagram. I mean, shit. Look, everybody got bills. If that's what you want to do, look, don't let me stop you. If you feel like that's going to make you some money that will pay your bills and you can sustain and take care of yourself, your family, or whoever, I say go for it. For me, it won't work out because I ain't on social media like that. And I ain't got no, no, I don't have enough followers for me to ever make money or monetize off of social media. But what I do have is I can learn a skill that I can market. And then from there, get people to view what I can do 
and then see me for my talent or my skill that I've learned. Yeah. I wish I'd I tell you, all I want is a truck and just <laughs> do light knickknack stuff around the house and just spend time with Aiden and Adonis if they want to. Of course. When they get older, you know. They are boys. They don't want to spend time with their dad. That's all they want to do now. Teenagers. When they get to be, even as teenagers, they're still going to want to kick it with you. There's going to be times when they're not going to want to hang out with their friends and they're just going to want to be around their dad. And spend time with you. It's not going to always be all about friends all the time. Because they're going to come to you and ask you advice. They're not going to ask me guy stuff. And who they going to learn from? They dumbass friends who's just as clueless as them. So they got to come to you with some type of advice. Yeah, I'll just be sure it's between us three when I give them advice. Oh, my God. My, damn, I can't even be in the loop. That's okay. Because you're not going to be approval of some of the things. So if they be like... Dad, I'm about to move into my apartment. What are some good housewarming gifts I can lay around my coffee table? So I can't be included in that advice? I mean, if he's asking me, I'm going to tell him what. What you going to put on there? Like, son, you got to have you a, a good magazine that everybody's going to like. Okay. Preferably the Source or huh. East Bay Magazine. Okay. Or Vibe. Okay. Pack of Newports. First of all, Vibe Magazine don't even come out no more. So where are they going to get that from? I got some copies. Ew. <laughs> oh, that they ain't gonna know who on the magazine. What kind of? They not even gonna know who's on the magazine. Yes, no, they sir. Will. No, they won't. They, they've already done their Black History Month report on the lot. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let my kids tell me, and I'm gonna be like, whatever your dad told you, do the opposite. Don't have them old ass magazines collecting dust. Your father ain't read the magazine since he was your age. No. <laughs> And the locks is not black history. It is. It wouldn't be a creditable report for school. What did they do for black history? What did they do to make black history? They're just part of a great uh, foundation. Um, so rapping nothing. with Biggie. So nothing. <laughs> so nothing. Made, so, so nothing. They made that song, We Always Love You, Big Papa. So nothing. Great. What did they contribute to the black community to advance the black community? Ah, they opened up a juice bar. Boom! First juice bar in Yonkers. Mm. Ding my ass! It's one juice bar. It's a start. They they opened up a juice bar in Yonkers because they was like, you know, why we gotta open up, you know, a liquor store in the hood or a fried chicken joint in the hood? I want to look out for my black people. So Jadakiss and Styles B said. We're gonna invest our money in the black neighborhood, one of the one of the black neighborhoods in New York, part of Yonkers, and they said we're gonna open up a juice bar. And that's what they did. That's great, but that's not good enough for a report for school. Oh, well, I they I they probably wouldn't do the locks. I'll probably have them do like some other creative person, you know, like <sighs> No entertainer. Can it be someone else? That made a difference. I just want them to just, I just, my overall point is like, just always, I've always been the type of person to do something different. Don't do the same person and reporter on people as like everybody else. Just do somebody different. Don't just do Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, 
Harriet Tubman, you know, Journal Truth, like Jackie Robinson. I get that. I totally Let's get pick that. somebody else to Let's step to out the box. But you're yes. telling them to write about a hip-hop group that is just what they are. That's just a hip-hop group. They... You know what contributions? Oh, yes, they did. A, they have a juice bar that they opened within the black community. I'm hoping that by the time our boys are teenagers, that with that genius move that they made, that they will contribute more to the black community as far as eating well, healthy lifestyle, and things like that. Yeah, they don't gotta write about them. I just want them to step out the box. Yeah, be different. Be different. You know, definitely do your research. You know what I'm saying? But in talking to them, you got to talk less Adam. You got to say, I want you to think outside the box. Don't say you should write about the locks. Because then that's what they're going to do. They don't under, They don't speak Adam yet. So they got to be like, okay, what is dad really trying to tell us? Oh, we should think outside the box and find other people that maybe not have been mainstream or not as, um, what's the word, maybe commercialized? I don't know. But, you know, someone that did contribute to the, you know, the black, black lives movement, civil rights movement, you know, people in general, whether it be women, whatever. You know, that wasn't so, you don't see them on everyday commercials or they're not the typical person that you see um, in a Black History Month commercial or whatever or advertising or something that you may see on TV. So, yes. Well, it would be dope if they did come up with a good Black History Month report on, like, an artist. I mean, there are several artists that they could talk about, but just not the locks, not yet. Not yet. They're making strides, but they're not there yet for a whole report on that for Black History Month. I'm just saying. Just saying. Yeah. I just tell them, just think outside the box. Don't feel like you got to. And that's probably be the biggest thing I tell them. Like, don't feel like you have to follow the crowd and do everything that everybody else is doing just because they're doing it. Right. Like, develop your own style and your own personality. Don't just do because everybody else is doing it. Right. Like, yeah, there's going to be, yeah, I'm not saying, yes, there's going to be stuff that you like and everybody else like, but it don't have to be like that for everything. Right. Like, because I can't say I'm all the way different and say that I don't like everything everybody else is like because I like Marvel movies. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? That's a, I can't be like, oh, I don't, I don't watch no Marvel, but I do, along right. with half the universe right now. Right, right. So right. I'm not saying that's not possible, but, you know, there's, there's also certain things that I like to wear that or like to do that that's not the popular opinion of others. Do what makes you happy. Do yeah. what makes you and just because everybody's going one way, that doesn't mean you have to go that way because the majority of people are going that way. You be a leader. If you don't want to do something, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're if your friends are going to this party and you're like, I don't really get down like that, then don't go. I was the first black kid in Martinsville to play soccer. Because I was the only black person out there. Mm-hmm. Cause I wanted to do it. Yeah. And all the black folks all the black people I went to school, they was like, soccer, that's a white boy sport. And I was like, what are you talking about? The World Cup, mm-hmm. Jamaica, 
Right. Africa. Right. There's black people that yeah. play soccer yeah. a lot. Just Hispanics. Do you? They play soccer. It's not just white people playing soccer. Right. Right. Where are y'all getting this from? That's because it has never been advertised in black communities to play soccer. That's why, you know, probably kids were like, oh, that's a white boy sport. Because it was never offered as a sport. In the hood, you have football, basketball, and occasionally baseball. You know, but that was it. Any other sport, it wasn't, you know, thought of to introduce that to the black community. Like golf and stuff like that. Now they are. But when I was growing up, it wasn't like that. It was when I got older, then they started to do courses for like tennis and golf and and soccer classes and stuff like that. You, You know, but when I was younger, it was football, basketball and baseball. Oh, and track. The three biggest stereotype sports for black folks. So, oh, yeah, he can run track. You know that boy know how to run. Oh, he play football. Big old black guy. And you don't have to. And just because you may look like an athlete, I mean, you may not want to do that shit. You ain't got to. But what we what we would teach our sons is just just follow your heart. Do what you want to do. Don't do what people expect you to do or you may look a certain way and people say, oh, you should do this. Don't do that because you may look the part. Do what makes you happy. That's the only thing I would, you know, definitely stress to our sons. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So. But I guess like... um. The conversation that we were having earlier, and I guess that could be a good topic to talk about, is if your partner wanted to do a new career, but the new career required them to go to school, would you be okay with being in a single-income household until that person finishes school and you know, can produce revenue to go back to being a two-income household. Like, what's your opinion about that? Yeah, I'd be fine with it Mm -hmm. Uh, because I'm smart with finances. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm I'm responsible with finances, so Mm -hmm. I know how to budget and save. Right. Um, I think it just, I think that just depends on the type of person that you're with. That's just like the episode on, like married to medicine, like Scott, he didn't want Contessa doing that because mm-hmm. he wanted to be control of the household. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she going back to school or whatever. And even though he makes enough money, clearly he makes, clearly they both make enough money or one of them or. I mean, they had their own separate incomes plus yeah. the income from the show. Yeah. Like they, they make a lot of money. Right. So. But his mindset was he didn't want to see her grow. So it depends on the type of person that you with, Tim, you know, for advice out there for people. Mm-hmm. Are you with somebody who wants to see you do better, wants to see you become something that you want to become, or are you with somebody that's like, no, nah, I want you to be this? Mm-hmm. And that's what Scott was. He's like, I don't want you to go back to school. I want you to be a housewife. I want you to sit at home and this is what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas Contessa, she like, I want to go to school and learn this. He like, he ain't respect that clearly. Mm. So I think that's it depends on the type of person you are. Right. What right. you see your significant other being like, because right. some people do this whole submission to your man and all that type of crap. And I just think that's just cult like pimp like material. That's like pimp like behavior. I got to submit to anything that he say and do what he say. Like that's, that's some pimp and whole shit. I mean, I wouldn't take you that. want him, you want him to be the person who tell you what you need to do with your life. Or if you even try to make a decision like, nah, that's not what I want from you. I, I mean, I think there are some households that are like that, but I think what women are trying to express when they say, I submit to my husband, I mean, I guess it's biblical, but it goes both ways. Women submit to your husband's husband, submit to your wives. But anyway, um, getting back to it, I think that it's okay. It is, it is absolutely okay to know what your husband's expectations are. But in the same breath, your husband has to know what your expectations are in a relationship because it is two people coming together. It is not a employee employer type situation. You like nigga, you didn't hire me to be your wife. I am your wife and we in this together. So I understand what your expectations are. And this is what my expectation are. What can we do to work together to make this, you know what I'm saying? Are we growing in the same direction or are we going to be on two separate different paths? And I think some women forget who they are in the relationship and it's all about what the husband wants. So I want you to have all these goddamn kids. I want you to sit at home and do this, that, and the third. And there's nothing wrong with being a housewife. Let me just put that out there. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, my fear is if my husband gets hurt or if my husband decides to throw up the peace sign and say, you know what, this whole family marriage shit ain't working for me, then what do I do? I've been out of the game for a long time. Now I got to try to get a, a minimum wage job to try to take care of all these goddamn kids. You know what I'm saying? Plus myself and feed myself. So I'm all for submitting to your husband. And if your husband expects you to do this in third, but it's like, what do you want? Because if you have no say, then you're just a puppet. Because I'm all for, like, there's certain, you know, and like I said, every marriage, it got to work for you. Every relationship, it got to work for you and what you want to do. So if you're in a marriage and you're like, I'm going to submit to the will of my husband, fine. My husband is the leader of our household. What he says goes, cool. But what if your husband is leading you off a cliff? What if you know this Negro is wrong and you still going to follow him because you you made that broad statement? No, I would be like, look, babe. I get it. I know this is what you're trying to do, but I have a better, I have another idea. Let's put this into play and go from there. If your husband's like, nah, I ain't trying to hear all that shit. I'm the head of the household. This is what we're going to do. Then I'd be like, no, nigga, I'm not going off that cliff with you. I'm just not going to do it. So you can explain to people like Contessa's. She is a Contessa and Scott's relationship. Can you explain it on what type of relationship that is? Because it seemed like. I know. Fucked up. He when he step up and be like, We good. We good. I don't know. Tell him we good. I don't know. I don't know that shit. I can't even tell you. She submits to him. No, what it I don't know. What it is is the whole you're not whole as a woman unless you're married. You're not a full woman unless you have children. You know what I'm saying? You keep holding on shit because of the image 
Like, now you done had kids with this motherfucker, so now you're trying to make it work, even though the shit don't work. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you both are willing to make it work and get through the hard shit, yes. But if you're just trying to be married to save face and protect the family, quote, air quotes, family image... Why do that? Why let your kids see y'all fighting all the time? Why let your kids see that you're unhappy? Because what will happen is your daughters will end up marrying the same asshole that you're married to. Daughters marry their fathers. And men, the boys, become their dads. So if a boy sees his father being an asshole to his wife, guess what he's going to be to his wife? And then your daughters are going to marry the same asshole. So you're not, you're not doing them any favor by saying, oh, we're staying together for the sake of, you know, for the children. If you're going to do that, then try to be in a peaceful um, environment so that your kids don't see no shit like that. Give them a fighting chance to find a good partner for them. But describe their relationship. I don't know what the fuck that is. Fucked up. <laughs> Something I wouldn't want to be in. But clearly he never supported her. I I don't know. Like, I look, we only get one side, which is how the show is edited. So we don't truly know. But from what we see on television, it clearly seems that he wasn't supportive of her going to school and trying to better herself and things like that. He kind of felt like, I just want you at home taking care of these kids because I don't want to. I don't want to be, a, you know, Going to work and then coming home and tending to the kids And you're not here, that's your gig Like, you need to be at home with these goddamn kids I want to go to work So, I don't know I don't know if that's a I don't know if that's a clear case of submitting to a husband Because if that's the case, she wouldn't be crying She wouldn't be unhappy You doing what you said you was going to do So I don't think that's a case of submit. I don't know what that's the case of. All I know is I don't want none of that. Jesus. <laughs> they need Jesus. So, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is, is, you know, in a relationship, whether you're a man and a woman, 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 man, man, the number one thing you need to have is open communication and transparency. There shouldn't be no secrets between you and your spouse. Like, if you want a healthy relationship, there needs to be open communication about everything. How you going to raise these kids, the money, accounts, retirement, jobs, careers, changing careers, education, all that needs to be open and it needs to be talked about. It shouldn't be assumed that your partner knows. I agree. Uh, what else you want to talk about? Mm. Questions you got for me? Um, I guess I don't know. Like, I guess so. Bringing it back to the beginning of our talk, you were like, you know, you're a private person, and I guess my question would be, why the privacy? Because to me, it don't bother me. But now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, why are you so private about, like, me and, you know, your family? Uh, I guess because I grew up only child. 
didn't really know how to like interact or show things off to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like. I don't like all that. Uh, I hate it when people. Uh, if you post a picture of a baby and people be doing all the, the oh oh, like I hated that. Mm-hmm. I hated reading that. I hated hearing that. Mm. So that's why, because I don't like those type of reactions. It makes me uncomfortable. Why? Because I just hate that. Shit. Most people, so when they see a baby and they and babies are cute, they say, "Oh, look how cute the baby!" No, I hate that shit. Wow. Okay. That's why. Okay. But you do, you have posted pictures of your children. Yeah, I know. Okay. I don't do it all the time. Well, I mean, yeah. Because I don't seek validation from others, too. Right, right, right. I don't need to. Not And I don't need that necessarily because I'm just trying to just stay private. It's just I don't like taking pictures like that. it's It's not a habit of mine. Right. To take a bunch of pictures and have... I guess sometimes I sometimes look at some stuff as useless stuff in my phone. Mm-hmm. Like, like some people will take a picture of their wine glass and post it on Instagram and then they'll still have that same picture in their phone. Mm-hmm. To me, it's useless. Like, why am I taking a picture of this and have it in my phone? Why, why is this in here? So you're saying it's useless. To, so if you post it on social media, don't save it on your phone. Is that what you're saying? Some stuff, yeah. Right. Like, there's some stuff I, I'll keep in my phone forever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, But it's mainly just pictures of my family, but mm-hmm. I'm just not a picture-taking person. That's right. not a habit of mine right. to post on the stuff every single day. I can't even tell you the last time I posted something on Instagram. I, I don't know. I, I did that for your birthday, and then I posted some pictures of us when we were in DR. I'm talking about me. Yeah. When the last time I posted something. I don't know. Because it's just not a habit of mine. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just don't. Right. So some people may think of me as like being a private person. But it could just be I don't have that type of habit. Right. I mean, I used to be the person that used to post all the time and every little thing. And then I stopped. It was just kind of like, eh. I think I got bored with social media. And now that social media is this big business and people are monetizing off of the photos and the videos and the, and the real clips and stuff like that, um, I've kind of strayed away from it. I mean, I still post pictures and stuff like that, you know, but I have more pictures in my phone that I, as my keepsake, that I don't want to post on social media. Oh, another thing that made me stop posting a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> that show Catfish. Why? You think somebody's going to take your picture? <laughs> oh, my God. You be famous. That show Catfish, man. Be People famous. be stealing your identity and creating whole profile pictures off your, a bunch of your pictures and stuff. That's another reason why I'm like, yo, I ain't trying to be Catfish. Why? Somebody you wouldn't ste- be guilty. No, but if somebody's stealing your pictures mm-hmm. and making up a whole nother person, like, that's... That's the steps of identity fraud. Like, I don't, that's like, why are you taking my pictures to play a trick on somebody else? Like, leave me out of this. I don't want to be part of none of that, none of that stuff. But you wouldn't even know. That's the creepy part. <laughs> I don't want nobody taking pictures of my of our kids and making a fake profile picture. 
like Talking this is my son or Yeah like, like what that. the Hell no Like that's when you get your ass beat Like exactly. I Like ever since That show Catfish Like when people can act, Access stuff like that mm. Nah I'm good <laughs> I think that might be a part of a reason too Cause that Catfish show real I mean it was back in the day Now I think it's a bunch of bullshit now <laughs> So Alright I got pissed. 